Welcome to the Informed Discussions podcast, where we discuss the latest economic, demographic, and public policy research that is helping Utah prosper. I'm Nick Theriot, Communications Director at the Gardner Institute. Each year, the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute recognizes individuals and entities that work, often behind the scenes and with little fanfare, to help our community and state prosper. We call them informed decision makers and select them based on criteria consistent with our committable core values. Today, we are thrilled to help celebrate their extraordinary contribution. So let's get started. Aaron Litvak has served the people of Salt Lake County for more than 15 years. First as the Director of Community Services, before being promoted to Deputy Mayor and Chief Administrative Officer in 2017. In addition, she serves her community through numerous organizations and initiatives, including the boards of the Unified Police Department, Visit Salt Lake, Downtown Alliance, Shelter the Homeless, and the Housing Authority of Salt Lake County. Erin has a sterling reputation as a hardworking, empathetic, and dedicated public servant. I have Erin Litvak with me, and she's a deputy mayor and chief administrative officer, and we're coming to you live from the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute. Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. I'm happy to be here. She's one of our amazing uh, 2023 informed decision makers from the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute, and so it's just a pleasure to have her with us. Uh, In fact, I'm going to jump right into the very first question, and that is, as a recipient of the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute uh, and one of our informed decision makers, what does that mean to you? You know, I've had the opportunity to reflect on this a little bit, and I would say probably the most flattering thing about this honor is being called informed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know that sounds funny, but um, in a lot of our decision making that we make in the government level, there's a perception out there that informed decisions aren't the norm, right? Mm -hmm. And I think from a community-based perspective, utilizing data, understanding trends in the industry, understanding our community, what our community's needs and desires are, what the challenges are, um, we really do aspire to be informed and make the best decisions for our community collectively. So the title of the award in and of itself is is an honor because um, I do work very hard to make sure that I'm making the best decisions using all the information and and relevant data that I can gather and understand um, to make those best determinations about how we as a community move different programs or projects or things forward. So being called informed means a great deal to me. Um, The other thing that was very exciting about it was just um, being uh, nominated or awarded this award with a number of other female leaders in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, That was, um, it was wonderful to go to the luncheon and to see so many incredible women leading out in our community and some of the great work that that we're collectively doing to better uh, the situation here in Utah for everyone. You know what, Erin, thank you so much for mentioning the other uh, informed decision makers as well, because I believe at the core of all of you is being informed citizens and informed business leaders. And so, uh, and that's certainly my experience of you. You're very trusting and you are very informed and you take your role very seriously, and you uh, have a sense of responsibility. And so I think it all is very natural for you. you. Um, And I'm thrilled about your leadership. And I, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe you'll be one of our governors one day. (laughs) Um, What is it about your instincts and your motivations? I know you've already talked about it, that you count 
on day in and day out? What is it that just that is a natural instinct for you? I think naturally, I'm going to tie this a little bit to my personal life. And I did this a little bit when I spoke at the event uh, in relation to this is my husband and I um, are members of the Jewish community here. And we really Mm -hmm. truly live by um, a saying in Judaism called tikkun olam, which means to repair the world. And I think we approach our life to that, not just our family life, but our work life as well. So when part of the reason that I work in government is so much of the work that we do is really to help those um, who are in need and those that are underserved or um, struggling in our community, unfortunately. And government is a really um, interesting and inspiring way to try to make a difference in the lives of others. And so when you talk about repairing the world, it's providing a handout, not a handout, a hand up. Um, and support to those in our community that need a little some some extra love, some extra support to overcome some difficult situation that they find themselves in to better themselves. And then they become more and healthier, productive citizens for our greater community. And I believe every person deserves that chance and that second chance. And and I think we all want to treat others as we'd want to be treated. And so mm-hmm. when I think about the programs and the services that we offer at the county, really trying to approach things from those sort of two places, whether it's repairing the world and making it a better place for the next generation, or it's everyone deserves an opportunity and everyone deserves love and support to try to move forward and change the trajectory of them for themselves and for the community in which they reside. Thank you for that. Um, when it, when I think about the government and, and uh, whether it's local or federal, we always there seems to be kind of this attitude towards government anything. Um, and I would love you to just take a second and talk to us about some of the positive trends that are going on uh, in government, our local government. Yeah, I'm, I've been a part of Salt Lake County now for a long time, <laughs> almost 20 years. I think I'm coming up on. Really? Um, yeah. Good for it's you. It's been a long time. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and I just think. Um, some of the most important trends in government um, are really thinking about things using, again, going back to the title of this award, all the information that we have to make the best decisions. I think I've seen government go from a place of tracking data to really looking at analyzing and using that data to drive the best decisions. Um I think it's used to help prioritize the needs of the community because in government, there's always more need than there is funding available to provide those services. Um, But really also being able to identify and hone in on where we can have the biggest impact using the taxpayers' dollars, the taxpayer dollars wisely. Um, I think government has become far more transparent um, in my years in it. much of the work is, is, again, revolving around data and transparency. I think if people really understood what their government did for them and their fellow citizens, I think there would be maybe less of that concern or rhetoric about how taxpayer funders are, how tax dollars are utilized. Um, I think governments are complex organizations with complex funding sources that really make it difficult for any lay person in the community to totally understand 
Um, and that's something we at Salt Lake County have done for years is really trying to open that transparency as it relates to our budget process and how our dollars are utilized to make the biggest impact that we can on the community. But it's a very difficult thing to do. I think, you know, when you talk about marketing and communications for a business, I think there's clear and concise ways to articulate to the, to the client or to the citizens what a business does. When you look at what Salt Lake County does and the diversity of the services that are provided, um, everything from mental health care to adult and aging services to parks and recreation to the auditor's office to the assessor's office to our Salt Lake County auditor, our recorder's office, trying to articulate in a very simplistic way what government performs for them or what government does for them is a very, very difficult thing. Um, and something that our agencies at within the government struggle to try to communicate clearly to our citizens the benefit and the services that they provide. And again, because it's so diverse and so eclectic and so different across all of the different agencies within it, it's hard to come up with clear, concise messaging around this is what Salt Lake County does for you. That's such an interesting. <laughs> it does such an interesting point because of how how vast it is. I mean, it's just. So as, as everyday citizens, what could we do to educate ourselves a little bit better on the services that are being provided, especially if there's something that we're interested in, or if we have friends or neighbors that we think could certainly take advantage of it? How, how can we better inform ourselves? Yeah, I think part of better informing yourself is engaging, mm -hmm. um, is you know listening in on those county council discussions or listening in on those meetings, paying attention to what's happening you know, I know all government agencies at all levels are always trying to improve their websites and their materials and their things. But sometimes those marketing and, and communications pieces are, are harder to fund on the government level. So everybody's doing working very, very hard to try to show the community what they're doing. So I think doing your research, calling and asking questions and engaging in the process um, is critically important as a citizen. It's part of your role. Um, and I say that tongue in cheek at the same time where I know how busy everyone is. Um, so to try to delve in and understand the intricacies of county government, I, I don't know how realistic it is. I work in county government and I still don't know everything that we do. So it's, it's just a vast piece. But that engagement, I think, is critical um, and trying to understand and not just rush to judgment about what is being done or is not being done is probably a critical thing. So a way to sort of hone in on that might be the area, the things that you're concerned about or the things that you're interested in and really doing a little more research and understanding what's happening around those issues instead of trying to understand it holistically, um, which I don't know that anybody has the time for that in their busy lives. But it's, it's a difficult piece. It's a, it's a difficult um, component. But we as citizens also have an obligation to understand uh, and hold our government accountable. So there's an element of that that comes with it as well. I appreciate that. In closing, um, when you think back on your career, Erin, and all the lives that you've touched and affected and all the work that you've done, what is one of the most critical initiatives that you've been involved in? Maybe one that you're the most proud of or had, had the biggest impact? So I'll, I'll maybe focus on one sort of internal that I had an impact on as it relates to at Salt Lake County. <laughs> um, and then maybe two, if you don't mind, external. <laughs> um, I think for me, Internally, one of the things that I would had the privilege to work on and be a part of uh, was sort of fundamentally changing um, 
how women were viewed in the workplace at Salt Lake County. When I came in under Mayor Caroon, I was one of um, four department directors. And for the first time ever in Salt Lake County government, we were all female, including the deputy mayor at the time. Um, And we pulled that group together and started to think about looking at the data as it related to women leadership positions in Salt Lake County government. What what did that look like? Um, And it, it didn't look the way that it should from our perspective when you're looking at the community as a whole, and it's about 50% women and 50% men, although there are a few more women than men in, in, this, in this community. We didn't see that representation at the highest levels and the leadership levels in government. And we started to brainstorm about how we might make a difference in that and how we might change that. Um, and we pulled together um, a group called the Women's Leadership Forum, and it was a, a women's leadership uh, training opportunity for women at every level of the government to engage with women in leadership positions and to talk about what their future was, what they wanted to accomplish, where they wanted to go, what they wanted to be. It was both self-reflection, but also looking within um, our whole, our agency holistically to understand, you know, what were the barriers that were causing women from going from entry-level positions into leadership positions and addressing some of those issues. But then it was also tailored to the individual woman to have an opportunity to create relationships with women who did have leadership positions in the organization to help them move on their career trajectory. Um, And we've seen a huge increase in the number of women in leadership in in Salt Lake County government. Um, And the program uh, continues today. And it's something that I'm very, very proud of. We shared it with a number of other organizations who were interested in doing similar programs. But um, for me and the number of women that I specifically have been, had the opportunity to get to know and to mentor and to watch them go from an executive assistant position to the director, for instance, of um, our animal services uh, division has been um, just one of the things I'm most proud of that I've worked on collectively with another group of amazing women um, in my career. So that would be more my internal piece that I'm very, very proud of and excited about. As it relates to projects for the community that I've worked on, um, I would say one that took me almost my entire career to accomplish is uh, the completion of the Convention Center Hotel um, in downtown Salt Lake City. It was a project uh, when I started my job in the community services department at the county was identified as a need for our community. Um, And it took almost 18 years to uh, work through that and find the right way to make that project move forward in our community collectively. We, um, you know, we're a community that typically works really well together. It took a long time for us to figure out the right way to have that project come to fruition. And uh, it wasn't something the county could do on its own. We needed our state partners and our city partners and our RDA partners, our tourism partners, our hotel partners, everyone to agree upon our path forward. It took a long time to get there, but we did. And the Hyatt just opened this past October. I believe, or September. Unbelievable. Um, So very excited about that project being online. And we're already starting to see the fruits of that labor uh, with some of our great um, ability of our sales team at Visit Salt Lake to book some of those folks that have been waiting for that that hotel to come online uh, in order for them to feel comfortable picking our destination for their conference or their convention. So that's been a really exciting uh, project. The other work that I do... um, that it probably doesn't feel um, that we've made as much progress on as we'd like. And I think that's true nationally. 
um, is I, I do have the privilege to work on homelessness in our community. Um, and I think a lot has transpired and a lot is transpiring still uh, to make a difference as it relates to homelessness in our community and affordable housing in our community um, and continue to work on that day in and day out. So while I feel like I we haven't reached the pinnacle of success, which for me would be eradicating homelessness, I do think we're working very well together as a collective community at the state level with Wayne Niederhauser, at the county level, at the city, at the municipal level, and even statewide in sort of uh, collaboratively working on solutions that we think are really going to make a difference uh, for those experiencing homelessness in our community. Congratulations. And you know what's so cool about this is I was going to ask you, what are you doing to mentor the next generation? You answered that just in the in these beautiful initiatives that you're doing. Uh, once again, congratulations on being a Kemp State Gardner Policy Institute informed decision maker, Aaron. So deserving. Aaron Litvak, Deputy Mayor, Chief Administrative Officer. Thank you for spending time with us today of Salt Lake County, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. That brings us to the end of this episode. We want to again congratulate our honorees and extend our heartfelt appreciation for their contributions to our state. And as always, thank you for listening to the Informed Discussions podcast at the University of Utah's Kem C. Gardner Policy Institute at the David Eccles School of Business. 